Hey y'all, this is Dr. Jimmy Dash here, your resident advocate of S.H.I.E.L.D. And today I'm going to continue the discussion of Rick and Morty. Now, I know the last episode was probably really clunky. You'll have to forgive me. I mean, I can only do so much. I'm human. I'm learning how to podcast. I'm trying to make sure I speak in a tone that you can understand but also not fall asleep to. So, you'll probably find through most of my podcasts are all going to be clunky. Can't help that. But if you've come to this podcast, you've come here because you are a fan of also learning about family lifespan and family relationships in an entertainment context, because that's what S.H.I.E.L.D. is all about, sharing information on entertainment in a lifespan development context. With that said, I'm going to talk about Season 1, Episode 8, called Ricksty Minutes of this show and awesome probably soon to be cult classic we call rick and morty for those of you that don't know it's an adult swim cartoon show it's hilarious crazy things going on with people going to different dimensions dealing with different aliens different versions of themselves all sorts of fun things but i know last week i talked about season one episode seven and so the fact that i'm only moving one episode up in the chain is not that it should be surprising, but should tell you how interesting probably all the episodes are because I could probably pick every single one from all the current three seasons to talk about. But for this discussion today, I want to talk about uh, Summer. Summer is the daughter of Beth and Jerry, sister of Morty, granddaughter of, obviously, Rick. And the reason I want to talk about this episode and her today is because this is a pretty fun episode where essentially Rick Sanchez has the technology to look at cable networks and TV shows from all the dimensions you could imagine. And so I think one thing we can all agree on is that we love our TV. I'm literally here talking about entertainment. And so here we are talking about entertainment and TV on a podcast about a show that was watching TV with its own characters. <laughs> Anyways, the reason that this episode I think is cool is because of not necessarily the interdimensional part, but just because of the one dynamic of the family watching TV together or watching their shows together, because I think all of us can relate to that. But two, also because it has this unique perspective of a couple of the characters seeing what their lives could have been like in a different reality. So, with that being said, let me break it down for you on what I've noticed. Essentially, they're flipping through these interdimensional channels and all watching TV together, seeing weird things. Like, for example, uh, a race of people that have evolved from corn into literally corn-on-the-cob people. Literally, I'm going to say literally a few times probably in this episode, but you should literally check out this episode because if that sounds weird to you, it's only because you haven't watched much, 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 much of the show yet and you don't realize how many different weird things are going on. So, let me get back to the premise here. They're watching these different channels of different realities and what happens is in one of the realities they notice that um, Jerry the father of Summer and Morty um, 
ends a famous actor in the movie Cloud Atlas. And so after noticing that Jerry is a famous actor in this movie, the family goes from wanting to watch these different shows to kind of getting obsessed with seeing the different versions of themselves in these different realities. So for Rick and Morty, who just want to watch TV... They stay on the couch and the TV watching what they want. And Rick gives Jerry and Summer and Beth a little set of goggles where they can kind of flip through any of the dimensions they want to look at different things and specifically different versions of themselves and how they turned out. So you watch the episode and even though it starts out relatively harmless with the family hanging out together, watching TV, which is something I applaud because I know we all do it. It then digresses into uh, Summer really getting a negative feel for the situation because she starts to feel left out and unwanted. And the reason for that is because even though you could put these reality goggles on yourself and you can flip it to different versions of yourself which both the parents do every time summer flips it to look into a reality most of the realities she doesn't even exist and so what does that really mean what i'm saying here is that in a lot of these different realities summer's parents uh, jerry and beth end up not getting together and so because they don't get together they end up not having their first child which is summer and it really ends up hurting her feelings about how she is Maybe not really a wanted part of the family, even though she exists in the reality that she's in. And so what I think is important to take away from that is if you watch this cartoon and at other junctions, you'll notice that they kind of make jokes about how Summer was an accident, which is why the parents ended up getting married and getting together because Jerry got Beth pregnant young. But... That's not really the bigger thing I want to talk about for this episode. Uh, the bigger thing I want to talk about here is how we probably know some families have had unexpected pregnancies and situations. And in fact, I just talked about how Morty had an alien baby unexpectedly in the last episode of Advocates of S.H.I.E.L.D. And so... The reason I'm bringing this up, and probably it's still on my mind for this next episode, is because the perceptions of Summer feeling not wanted by the family, I think, is um, unfortunate. And that's something I think some real families can probably relate to in their family dynamics. When a child finds out that they weren't had on purpose or they were had out of wedlock, it actually probably, in some cases, can stress that child out. Or just make that child have negative perceptions of why they're even in the family to begin with. And so what I think is important to take away and why I think it was interesting that this cartoon brought it up is that even though Summer was not a planned pregnancy, that doesn't mean that she should be feeling these negative feelings that she has. Now, the cartoon's dynamics for this particular episode is probably not as positive as other family dynamics that I've mentioned in the past. In fact, what you notice is that Beth and Jerry get into a huge argument about what they could have been 
uh, when they're looking at these different realities. And then they end up arguing this entire time in front of uh, Summer to the point where Jerry and Beth end up talking about how they could have gotten abortion and then not even been in a family in the current reality that they're in. And they say all of this in front of Summer, which is very, I don't know how else to say it, rude to Summer, but also very upsetting, right? If you think about a child and the situation they're going through and they're still developing, and don't get me wrong, in this cartoon, Summer is pretty much an adult. She's 17, going on 18-ish. Um, that doesn't mean that there's still not family issues that are going to resonate with them that they haven't got over or that they uh, didn't know about. So I think in real life, right, we've noticed situations where people feel like they are not wanted in the family, and this is one of those situations that is a byproduct of parental disputes. And so the family system here is at a disequilibrium. Essentially, the episode started out with the family having some family time together and being okay to it digressing or devolving into Summer feeling really upset and negative just being in the household because of how the parents are arguing with each other. Now, if you watch the series further down the road, you'll notice that uh, there's even more family dynamics with the parents who and the end result get divorced, but that is not in this episode. However, with the family acting the way it is in terms of how they're displaying their relationships in front of their children, I think that's what's important to take away and what really stood out to me for this episode. If families are having issues, which all of us do, there's many different ways to approach it, and of course there's many different resources out there you can go to, but I think one thing that we tend to forget about in the heat of the moment when we're arguing or talking with somebody is thinking about who else is our audience in the household. So for example, in this particular episode, they're arguing about their marital relationship, their pregnancies of the past, and their basic family structure but as they're arguing, they're not paying attention to their children who are literally right around in ear's length. Now, I'm not saying that it's not appropriate to sometimes have disagreements with children around because that is just a normal part of life. But if you're going to get into some really intense family dynamics, obviously it's always good to probably take a step back and think about what you're about to say, and who's around when you're saying it, just because you might say something in the heat of the moment that you regret. And I know, for example, most of us, including myself, have probably done that. And, and for the most part, it's human nature. So this episode for me, I think, is pretty noteworthy because a lot of times you'll probably notice on this podcast I'm going to point out the positive family dynamics that end up occurring inside of these crazy episodes or little situations. But I think it's also important and realistic to talk about negative examples that we're familiar with and how they're displayed on TV. So what is the takeaway that I have with this? Well, Summer, the daughter of Beth and Jerry has uh, every right to feel loved and wanted in her family in the house that she's living in. 
And in this little example, she doesn't necessarily get that feeling. So how do you approach that or change that? Well, in the heat of the moment, you can't. But that doesn't mean that following a situation, you can't have a sit-down talk with your child or even your significant other or both together and discuss what's on your mind and why you were arguing about it in the first place. So for this episode particularly, I think it's a great example of family dispute that could be real world, even though some of the topics is probably a little adult. Uh, so children beware, even though this is a cartoon, it is a cartoon that is geared towards an adult audience. Now I will say that most episodes of this cartoon or even other cartoons that I'll talk about in the future have closing segments that are a little bit more positive that build upon the crazy stuff or even the negative stuff we were seeing in the beginning. And so, for example, last week in our episode of Morty having an alien son, I closed out with talking about how he was at least supported a little bit by his own parents when the son of the son left the house. If you don't know what I'm talking about, check out the last episode. Remember, really clunky. Now, the closing thoughts I want to have on this is just that if you get towards the end of the episode, you'll notice that... Uh, Summer is really thinking about leaving the household because of how the parents were talking in front of her and how she was not feeling wanted in the household, which really, of course, is not an appropriate way to feel, whether you're an adult or a child. But the closing positive aspect of that is that her brother, Morty, ends up talking to her about his situation and how he has these crazy adventures with his uh, grandpa, But the long story short of how he is talking to Summer is that he's explaining that even though she feels like she was unwanted and unplanned for the family, that she shouldn't abandon the family because she at least has one family member, her brother Morty, who cares about her and who she can trust to talk to. And so what I think is awesome about that is literally you're closing the episode out To the point where even though some of the family dynamics are probably messed up, we're still showing that at least one family relationship in this situation, the sibling relationship, is somewhat positive and open to communication. Now, I come from a family of three, I guess is that what I'm going to call it. I have a brother and a sister, and I am me, so that makes three. Didn't mean for that to rhyme, but it did. And so... I have plenty of personal experiences with wanting to talk about things that are important to me with my siblings to wanting to just be closed off. And I think it's pretty normal for all of us to feel that way. And so even though some family dynamics may not be the most positive that you can think of, that doesn't mean you can't still find other strengths from other family members within those family relations. And don't forget that this household doesn't just have the nuclear family of the children and the parents. It also has a grandfather, although kind of crazy grandfather. And so my closing thoughts for y'all is just pay attention to this episode. Definitely check it out and enjoy it. And when you look at how parents are acting or arguing or communicating with each other, really think about also how 
the children within the family are soaking that in and present because I think most of us know that children are like sponges and they notice everything and they take in everything. And so I thought that was an important thing to think about when we look at uh, Summer's situation on this particular episode. I thank you for your time. As usual, I will log out and at some point, of course, I will try to have a guest speaker to talk about uh, one of their favorite episodes or characters or situations on Rick and Morty. All right, y'all. Thanks.